This is Alexandra Constantine, and you are listening to the first episode of the Dicenius Review. This is being recorded in the beautiful low country of South Carolina. I started this podcast, and I want to talk about the idea of the third place, the idea of loneliness, and the idea of building community. One of the regular pleasures I've come to enjoy in the past several years of being married and having a child is our movie nights. Going to the movies as parents is a difficult task, and once you take into account the inflated prices, babysitters, and substandard offerings, it's not worth the effort. I think the last movie I caught in theaters, well, the last adult movie I've caught in theaters, was Blade Runner 2049. But we do own a large television and outstanding picture quality with a quality sound system and the ability to stream in high definition any movie I feel like watching. That actually makes up for the loss of a the traditional movie outing for the most part. I look forward to putting our daughter to bed, opening a bottle of wine, and hopping on our couch for a movie in our comfortable living room. Over the last few years, we've watched a lot of movies, but one I really, really want to talk about right now was last year's Martin Madonna's The Banshees of Inna Sharon, a beautiful movie starring Colin Farrell and Brandon Gleeson as friends living on a remote Irish island during the early 20th century. The plot on the surface is simple. The farmer, Padriac Shilabon Farrell, and excuse me, Irish listeners, I am not good at pronouncing these names, and fiddle player, Calm Dury, played by Gleason, spend their days sharing pints and conversation at the local pub. But one day, without giving a reason, Calm tells Padriac that he no longer wants to be friends and doesn't want to speak with him anymore. Of course, this doesn't sit well with Padriac, and his reaction triggers events that are catastrophic for several other islanders, including a local p- police man who is a pederast, his village idiot son, and Padriac's sister Siobhan. The cinematography is beautiful with gorgeous shots of the Irish coastline and Sharon being a fictional place the movie was filmed on the Irish Indus Moor and Akil Islands. The whole movie has a heartbreaking cozy feel. Padriac walks the coastline on the way to the pub, sitting with friends and drinking pints of beer while Combe plays the fiddle. I can imagine myself spending my life on Sharon, tending the animals, and wasting my days reading books and tossing back pines with friends. Sounds like paradise to me. But the above is really a digression. When I sat down to write this piece and transcribe it as a podcast, I did not want to write a movie review. What I wanted to talk about was friendship. Watching The Banshees of Sharon, a movie about friendship falling apart, made me think about my, my own friendships. And by that I mean my complete lack of. I'm a husband, a father, comfortably middle class, stable if not content in my career, homeowner, I'm debt free for the most part, and by most reasonable standards I'm successful and a successful 40 year old approaching middle age. But I don't have a single friend. The disastrous dissolution of Padriac and Combs' friendship deeply affected me because I never realized or couldn't admit to myself how much I missed the close friendships of my youth. Friendships dissolved into the pressures of careers, distance, marriage, parenthood, and even political and philosophical differences. It's not a comforting fact, but it seems that my situation is not unique. I'm not alone in my predicament. A significant portion of Americans in their 30s report that they feel lonely and alienated, that they don't have close friends, and have difficulty making them. Our world has become one of hypercapitalist alienation and deracination. Our lives, for the most part, are spent between work and consumption. We have the ability to instantaneously communicate with anyone in the world, yet we are more separated and alone than in any other time in history. The cause of our community collapse is complex and multifaceted, from the failure of religious and civic institutions, poor community planning, the rise of the dual-income home, predominance of divorce, and economic failures that force us to move away from our close relatives and childhood relations. All of these factors, and many others, play a role in our cultural disintegration, 
But one thing I keep thinking about, and it played a predominant role in the Banshees of Inishin, is the pub. The pub. The coffee shop. Oldenburg's third place. The sociologist Ray Oldenburg identified three key places that are prominent in our lives. The first place is our home, where we dwell, where we raise our family, rest, and enjoy the private life. The second place is our work, regimented and professional. The third place, and the one that is critical to a healthy civic society, is the pub, the coffee shop, the bookstore, the barbershop, and the friendly diner, a place where you can go to relax in public with old friends and meet new strangers. The third place used to have a prominent status in our culture, the beer gardens of Germany, the cafes of Paris and London where artists and revolutionaries gathered in the halls and lodges where the American colonists plotted the revolution. Even our entertainment is filled with third places like the eponymous bar in Cheers and the central perk from Friends. Places where men and women gathered to converse with friends and strangers alike. Places that were the hubs of the community and of the culture. Somewhere, somehow, due to many separate factors, all of the above has been systematically taken away from us. The small coffee shops and bookstores have been destroyed by corporate monoliths and selfish landlords. Pub and bar culture ruined by suburban sprawl, high prices and changes in drinking and socializing habits. Churches have become sterile, more akin to pop music concerts and Apple stores in places fostering community. It's no wonder that without these third places, our ability to connect and make friends has diminished. It's no wonder that for most of us, our friends are behind a digital screen. I look back on my life and so much of it was defined by my time spent in third places. My late teens and most of my 20s were spent as a regular at several local coffee shops. The first place, and to this day, a formative location in my life was Mother Mud's in Long Beach, California. Mud's was a small coffee shop located across the park on Carson Street, several blocks from the Long Beach Community College. It was a small place with several tables, patronized by locals from the neighborhood. I would spend my days at Mud's drinking coffee after coffee, chain smoking, reading, and engaging in conversation with everyone and anyone. Mud's was a home to a regular cast of characters and unique individuals that I became close friends with. Interesting characters like the medieval history fanatic who at the time was deep into reptilian conspiracy theories long before Alex Jones, now an Ivy League graduate. A Dutch sailboat cap, a family of Irish immigrants with great taste in music, one of the best Irish fiddle players who wasn't Irish and to this day still plays in my favorite Irish band, a kid obsessed with souping up cars who later became a police officer, several occult magicians, at least one actual vampire, a missionary turned cab driver whose guidance and conversations were foundational to my life. So many people, I would spend so much time there, sometimes waking up, heading over, and spending the entire day well past closing time hanging out with everyone who liked to come by and just have a cup of coffee and a bit of conversation. Later, when MUDs closed down due to an unfriendly business climate, raising rent and loss of business due to Starbucks oversaturating the market, most of us moved downtown to Portfolio's Coffee on 4th Street. Portfolios, which recently closed down to idiotic landlords, was the cultural hub of our life downtown. A spacious coffee shop with where one could spend time outside, smoking, doing crossword puzzles, and having conversations with friends and strangers alike. I would spend my afternoons reading and smoking outside the place, and when the sun set, it was a rallying point before we all met before going out drinking in the neighborhood, only to return the next morning for hangover coffee and conversation about the stupid crap that we got ourselves into the bar hopping adventures. There was other places, the great local bars in San Clemente I walked to when I lived in a hobbit hole-like studio close to the beach, Lestat's in San Diego, and the great, now gone due to COVID stupidity, bars in University Heights. 
the American hangouts and local izakayas in Japan, so many places, almost all of them gone. Looking back, so many of my friendships came out of these third places where I could go, read, relax, and be around like-minded people in a neutral place, somewhere close to where I lived, where I knew that if I dropped in, bought a cup of coffee, and sat down, I was bound to run into a friend or a stranger who would engage me in conversation. I can't count the number of times good friendships were sparked by someone bumming a cigarette or asking for a light. Anyways, years later, here I am, content but friendless. My work schedule is demanding, and when I get home, I spend it with my wife and daughter. Don't get me wrong, I love spending time with them every day, and I thank God that I am so fortunate to have such an amazing family. But my interests are solitary. I read, I write, I have a penchant for 19th century Russian writers, and the need to brood in the dark is not conductive to a healthy social life. The truth is, even if I had the time to go and make friends, there isn't anywhere to go. There are several coffee shops around here, but sadly, they close in the early afternoon. The bars are far, and as a parent, I can't spend my weekends inebriated, hopping, hoping to catch a cab at home or crashing on people's couches like I used to. I think as a culture and as a community, we have a severe lack of places where adults can meet and interact. I know I'm not alone in feeling this. I don't have a solution, and maybe the reason I'm talking about this and writing about this is that I hope to start a discussion and get some ideas on what to do. Maybe we can turn back the tide of deracination and atomization. The first step is realizing we have a problem, and I'm convinced that we do have one, a significant one. And looking at the communities we have formed online, like Substack, our personal DMs, YouTube channels, and podcasts that we all follow, we can build a community, and we can take that community offline and off the digital labyrinth that we all reside on. But at the same time, it has to be built. It has to be taken together. So this podcast, my Substack, is my attempt at trying to connect people to Together, connect like-minded people and have conversations and have great discussions so over the next episodes years months maybe hopefully as long as I can maintain this I want to bring our community together by bringing on other writers and culture commentators onto this podcast and onto my Substack, where we can talk about the things that we're into literature art culture anything going you know everything that's going on around our world in the same way i would have the same conversations in my old coffee shop and i hope that you all enjoy listening to this and i hope that it becomes a fruitful endeavor where we can build a much better community out of what we have which is a digital space so if you know somebody that would like to come on to this podcast or if you have a recommendation or you yourself would like to come on this podcast, leave me a message and I'll contact you right away. Until then, have a great day and we hope to see you here in the future. <laughs>